0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast, where you're shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. If your organisation, school or sporting club was impacted by the bushfires, you can apply for a bushfire recovery grant by visiting combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 26th of May. In your squiz today, Celeste Barber's bushfire money can't be distributed to other charities. Hong Kong security chiefs back China's new law. Life expectancy rates in Australia are stagnating. And robot sheepdogs. This is your squiz today. Comedian Celeste Barber raised a record breaking $51.3 million during the devastating bushfires of the black summer of 2019 2020. The New South Wales Supreme Court has now handed down its ruling on whether funds donated to the New South Wales Rural Fire Service Trust can be distributed outside of that organisation, Claire, something Barbara had said that she would try and make sure of.
1: She had an original target of $30,000 on that fundraiser and the amounts just rolled in. And she said at the time that, you know, there were lots of people who had lots of views about what should happen to that money. Uh, But as it turned out, even though she had undertaken to get it to animal causes, to the families of people who had died, unfortunately she's unobstained able to do that, even though the Rural Fire Service supported her efforts to do that. They just couldn't clear those legal hurdles.
0: So what can the money be used for? Rural
1: Fire Service Commissioner Rob Rogers said that there's good news on that front. The money that's been donated will be used to make sure that volunteers are better equipped, that they're better able to do their jobs. Uh, There's also money for counselling for firefighters who need a bit of help after that dreadful summer that was. Uh, Also so the court has made allowance for some of that funding to go to families uh, of firefighters who were killed as well as those who were injured.
0: While we're on bushfires, yesterday was the first day of hearings for the Royal Commission International Disaster Arrangements that was set up once the fires were under control. One key message so far is that what we've just experienced is unlikely to be a one-off event.
1: The Bureau of Meteorology yesterday said that our fire seasons, particularly in some big parts of eastern Australia, are starting four months earlier. Longer, hotter, drier summers due to climate change means a more risky fire future.
0: That Royal Commission has three months to give evidence and make recommendations to the government ahead of the next bushfire season. Over to politics now, and aside from asking how the $60 billion JobKeeper miscalculation happened, the other question inevitably has been what the government will do with the unexpected breathing room back in their budgets. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has now ruled out spending it on extending the eligibility criteria of JobKeeper Clare. I
1: don't know about you Larissa even if I'd borrowed a whole bunch of money and found that I had quite a bit (laughs) left over I'd be very tempted to spend it but
0: Treasurer Josh
1: Frydenberg (laughs) is adamant that there's not going to be any big changes to any of those stimulus measures that the government has made. There's some suggestion that the tourism sector particularly might be in for some more help but certainly not $60 billion worth of it. Uh, Also today we've got Scott Morrison heading to the National Press Club where he'll give a lunchtime address. Uh, Plenty of reports this morning that a new program will be unveiled where the Commonwealth will work with the state and territory governments on a Job Maker program.
0: More on that one tomorrow. In international news, Hong Kong security and police chiefs are backing China's controversial new security law, which would see Chinese law enforcement able to set up headquarters in the Territory.
1: Police Commissioner Chris Tang says that the increased violence that the Territory has seen in the last 12 months means that terrorism is a real issue. He says that there were plenty of cases of explosives and firearms being found with protesters and that must be brought to heel. It's something that the Chinese government has spoken quite a bit about as well. And that's what this new security law aims to do. Uh, Meanwhile, Australia's relationship with China is probably more fraught than ever. Uh, There's reports out of China that we've been warned to keep a distance from the US who are seen as troublemakers on this pro-democracy front.
0: Claire, politicians have to handle a lot of rocky situations throughout their careers, usually not quite as literally as Jacinda Ardern yesterday. She was giving a live interview when a 5.8 magnitude earthquake shook its way through New Zealand.
1: She was pretty cool, calm, and collected about it all. Very much so. (laughs) Uh, Which is a difficult thing to do when things are shaking around you, no doubt. The Beehive, which is the parliament in Wellington, uh, apparently sees this quite a bit. I didn't know this. I knew. New Zealand got lots of earthquakes, but apparently they experience somewhere between 50 and 80 tremors each day. And right. most are too small to detect. That's because um, land is on the ring of fire.
0: A message now from our podcast partner, HelloFresh. There are sure to be listeners out there that definitely get what I mean when I say that thinking about what to cook for dinner each night can be a bit of a brain strain. If that's you, then can we suggest giving HelloFresh a go? It takes the hassle out of dinner time by delivering tasty, easy-to-follow recipes and the fresh ingredients straight to your door. The meals are easy to create, and there's a variety of new taste sensations that you get to choose from each week. Last week, my personal favourite was an Indian sweet potato and coconut dal. It was warming. It was super delicious. You can give it a go yourself. Head to hellofresh.com.au and use our code squiz90, so squiz90, to get up to $90 off across your first four boxes. Terms and conditions do apply. I'll make sure to pop that link into the episode notes along with the code for you to check out. In health news now, Claire, while Australians have some of the highest life expectancy rates in the world, new data from researchers at the University of Melbourne show that life expectancy in Australia is actually stagnating. Take us through this one.
1: Because people living in lower socioeconomic and regional areas have nearly double the rate of premature death than those living in affluent and urban areas, Uh, people in those lower socioeconomic and regional areas have always had issues with higher rates of smoking, uh, obesity, and also um, less access to health care than those in richer areas uh, and particularly if you're looking at um, people aged between 35 and 74 they haven't had a pick up in their health rates since 2011 and of course Indigenous people still lag behind uh, other Australians when it comes to all health outcomes.
0: The overall life expectancy for Australians is 80 and a half years for men and 84.6 years for women. Elon Musk's SpaceX company is preparing for its first manned mission into space on Thursday morning, our time, all things going well. There are quite a few firsts happening with the launch, Claire. Not least of it is their fancy new spacesuits
1: gone are the big clunky orange suits. They're very trim in white and black, uh, which matches also the spaceship, which is uh, about to take off. We'll hear a lot more about this in the coming couple of days because it is a very big event over there. Uh, US President Donald Trump and uh, Vice President Mike Pence will be in attendance for that launch.
0: The mission is called Demo 2. If it all comes off, it'll be a huge success for a private company to have been a part of it and a pretty big- big milestone for NASA as well. Speaking of space age and the future, a company called Boston Dynamics is trialing little robot dogs to herd sheep in New Zealand, Claire. I know sheep aren't the smartest, but I really don't see why they're going to do what this robot tells them.
1: <laughs> I think you're overestimate sheep. <laughs> Having spent many a day herding sheep uh, into um, shearing sheds and the like, um, they're not particularly smart. And to me, those robots look pretty intimidating. Boston Dynamics uh, have some really cool videos on YouTube of all the really cool stuff that they're doing with robots. And yeah, now they're unleashing uh, Spot on the sheep. and. Mm. It's a really interesting thing to see.
0: Ahead to the Squiz Today email if you want to check out these little robot dogs. Claire, each day you give us a song lyric that relates to the news. What have you got for us today?
1: I've got Carly Simons who has a song, uh, It's Coming Around Again. It seems to be what's happening with summer. Uh, We've got to get ready for another one, not just uh, this coming summer, but the years Mm. to come of, of bad and risky conditions.
0: Yeah, plenty more to come out of that bushfire Royal Commission. That's all from us today. Thank you for listening. If you are enjoying the Squiz Today podcast, we'd love it if you could spare a minute or two to leave us a review in your podcasting app. Thank you as always for spreading the good word about the Squiz and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. Wear your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week,
1: our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super.